different friends, better than your friends. That's how we keep popping down the friends, yeah. No foes, no friends, we ain't even gotta pretend, yeah. Get back, get back, spreading on all my friends, yeah. Pull me up, pull me up, never let me down, never let me down. Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up, never let me drown, never let me drown. Thank you. Hello to all our lovely listeners. Hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome to, to another episode of Cross, Cross Culture. Culture. It wasn't in sync. <laughs> Let's do it again. All right. All right. One, two, three. Cross, Cross Culture. Culture. All, right. <laughs> all right. This is Damio. And I'm Erica Mona. All right. And this week's Cross Culture is brought to you by, now I'm just playing, mm-hmm. but somebody should sponsor us though. It's coming, it's coming, coming, feel it. Coming, okay. If you guys know anybody, let us know. All right, but um, cross-cultured, right? So what is the definition of cross-cultured? It is basically um, being able to have two sides of you, two cultures, two ethnicities, two religions, whatever. Well, not just two, multiple, whatever it is, and come together to make you who you are. So it's like a big old melting pot All of right. That's it. That's it. And this is what episode thirteen, I believe. Yeah, lucky thirteen. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Thirteen weeks straight. That's awesome. I and mean, we haven't like taken any type of break at all. Nah, I mean, it's that's coming. good. We're it's just coming. Though. <laughs> it's coming. Right, a little break. It's coming. But so far, so good. Yes, you guys. We have been keeping you guys with content. I hope everybody enjoyed their Memorial Day. That's true. I had. I enjoyed Memorial Day. Did you? I watched Aladdin. Ah, we're gonna talk about that. Yes. All right, so you guys know how we like to start. The usual hot topics. I should just make that a drop, right? But right. It's, it's very you authentic should. coming straight from the mouth. Hmm. Okay. Okay, uh, what do we want to start with? Because this is like all over the place. It is all over the place. All right, we usually try to get out some of the disappointing before we get into the tea. Um, so we can start with Arizona. What is in Arizona? Oh, okay. So Arizona, they banned their prisoners from reading a book titled Chokehold Policing Black Men by Paul Butler. He's a former prosecutor. So I was just looking up stuff, you know, like what's going on. I mean, um, basically, they don't want prisoners to read this book. And, you know, majority, a lot of prisoners are black men, you know, mm-hmm. black, brown men. And um, I guess they were like the book is banned as unauthorized. Um, it's detrimental to the safe, secure and orderly operation of the facility. And how is that so? Like, I mean, how, it just, like, really? It just is telling you that, you know, this is my house and this is how we run it and we not go. It basically takes you back to slavery, right? When they tried to use the Bible to like, you know, be a tool to hold slaves back. So it's kind of like you use certain things, you exert certain things so that it doesn't manifest the spirit of rebellion yeah and i think it just also just emphasizes and just shows the fact that this whole thing is a systematic thing you yeah, know definitely. it's like all this this prison industrial um system the complex all of that it's just like this is a systematic thing against black people and exactly. they don't want prisoners to read this book and you know of course um this is um like an outcry for from first amendment advocates who say that the book is um this move is censorship it's it just is. ridiculous it's just like what how dumb is that like it is. 
So now they can't read certain books. Exactly. Which is like, you know, which which makes you go back to what is prison for. Exactly. You know, like, let's let's really get back to the drunk board. What is the purpose of prison? And, you know, we also see how many men, they end up, you know, who were, like, um, in prison um, wrongly, and they end up representing themselves after, like, they're exactly. in jail, they do their research, and they read all these books. So I think that by doing this, too, it's also to prohibit, from, prohibit that from happening as well. A thousand percent. Ah, uh, anyway, what else? Let's talk about Lori. Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Um, Becky. At this point, y'all know this is Lori Laughlin, though, right? Like, yeah. Like, listeners, I don't have to say Aunt Becky. You know her Aunt real Becky name. just makes it more juicy and just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so basically, they said she's fa- she may be facing up to 40, year- 40 years in prison for charges of conspiracy, money laundry, relating to the college cheating scandal. 40 years? That's crazy. I think this, I just, I, I'm assuming it would not be, you know, 40 years. Because, you know, like, with cases that, you know, they say the amount of years that one could get, you know, for yeah, a certain but crime. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Like, that's what she said. Like, it for. could be, but, like, she doesn't get that much sentencing. Yeah, I just, again, I just feel like, you know, the, the whole judicial system does need to be reformed. Because it's like, even the fact that for a crime like this, you can literally take 40 years of somebody's life. It's just kind of like Ridiculous. it's it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like that's somebody's whole life. Like, and we know she has kids. We know she has. I think not saying that she shouldn't be punished. I definitely think right. she does deserve some sort of punishment. And I don't think it necessarily needs to be a, a easy or soft punishment. But 40 years, is 40 a years lot. doesn't make sense. Especially when rapists like Brock Turner spent three months. Head of us come out exactly. Even no jail time at all. Exactly. But you know, there are news that you know she's not eating. She's suicidal. <sighs> you know. That you know she's just you know she's just really scared for her life and her family's life. We'll see. Well, I guess money don't fix all problems. It sure doesn't. We'll continue on this hot topic. <laughs> um. Oh, another one down one. That man, a man set himself in fire in front of the White House. That was crazy. Yeah. So literally, like you could, if you look it up, you see videos of the man. Like he set himself on fire and he's literally just walking towards the White House. Like it's not like he's like. Running like, oh my God, I'm on fire, save me, you know, but it's just like, for what reason? And he died, I think he died a day later from injuries, of course. Was it a metaphor for man on fire? Hmm. Like, I don't know. Like now I'm starting to really think like, about think it. About, like, I mean, it has to be some hidden deep meaning because like, I'm trying to think whoa, as to why. Like America is burning. Uh, Listen, don't got me, don't got me thinking. Man, y'all know I used to be a poet, man. Girl. Let me get into it. <laughs> I don't know, man. And um, he was the only one, so it wasn't like it's a group of them protesting. Yeah, it's just, I wish that, that uh, you know, it's, first of all, I wish he didn't do that. But if he was, you know, that was his choice, I wish that... Did he leave a message Yeah, behind? it was some, no. some sort of instructions after this. Something like, like why are you, you know, doing like, this? Once I burn myself on fire, please read this. Like, mm-hmm. like he was there by himself. Yeah, like, I don't know if that was just like and suicide. And it was like fire. Yeah. Like, he, he was He was fire. a blaze. Yes. Like, that's when you use those terms. Yes. I'm like, he probably drenched himself in like, in patrol or something. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. May God help us. Is it that Trump is just making everyone go crazy? Yes. <sighs> May God help us all. God okay, dokie. All right. So, um, Lamar Odom. So, if you guys don't know who Lamar Odom is, he is a former Laker um, and also married, was 
was married to Khloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lamar Odom is coming out with a book, and with him coming out with this book, it's like his memoir. He has been spilling a bunch of a tea, lot of tea on himself, his marriage with Chloe, on just a lot of stuff. And in some of this recent tea, um, he spilled that he, he not only threatened to kill Chloe, but Chloe also had to beat up a stripper. Um, because of him and I was even like listening more to some of the interviews and what really happened was like he was in a you know like a what's some things called the prostitute houses brothel yeah he was in a brothel Mm -hmm. and um, you know he was there with the drugs and stuff like that and Chris and Chloe found him oh so they I thought it was like the stripper was in their house no no so what happened like he was at one of his you know he was at one of his joints and then they found him and she was like you know she exploded because it was like a stripper with him and then she beat the girl up and then Chris pulled Chloe off and it was like a whole thing of like Chloe calm down and he was like um, they had their security guard clean up all the drugs clean up everything of course and just I was like man this is like an episode of Scandal that's really how it is they have people who clean up their mess imagine all these other things that all these celebrities have done or they're man, doing and obviously they have, have people. a wild life man yeah he was really on those hard drugs because even when he threatened to kill her it was when he was like yeah, when super he was high, high. He put her through some stuff. Man. She tried though. She Chloe. really she loved her she loved her a little more but they got married quick as hell though After like, like three, three weeks it was weeks, G. It was no three no, months. It was like three months. Girl, uh, let's look that up real quick. It was quick. I remember it being so quick. Three months. Yeah, it was like 90 days or something. Was it 90 days? Yeah, yeah it wasn't three weeks. It was Are like you sure? Months. Nah, it was like three months, I think. So was it, which one was it? Was it Kim? Because I, I know one of Kim them. Kim had like, like a, a three quick, week I thought, marriage or some sort. I thought Kim had the three months marriage to that. That point. was how long her marriage was. Chloe knew Lamar for three months before they decided to, to get, get married. married. Mm. Yeah. the only wanted to keep a man for years. <laughs> well, well, he pulled through some stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to be with black men so bad. You better take all of them. Right. Take the ugly, the <laughs> take bad. Take the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> take it all. She tried, you know, she, she supported her man. Ooh, child. Yep, listen, girl. Chloe Lamar shocked everyone with the, when they got hitched after whole three weeks of dating back in 2009. I know, it was three months. Kids. It was three weeks. Oh. It was um Kim that got divorced after three months of marriage. Oh, wow. Anyway, but yeah, let's go back to it. Would you read the book? I would read it on audiobook. Yeah, I mean, I also do like that, you know, he's, it seems like he's being honest. Like, he's, you know, he's not holding anything back. I feel like he ain't got nothing else to lose he, at this right, point. Right, and like, you probably need the money, yeah, too. Yeah, like, what else What else should he do if not sell his secrets? That's true, that's true. But he's in a new relationship. Mm. Could you be in a relationship with somebody who you knew had that life? Like, that was their past? Mm-mm, I can't do it. Okay. Because for me, and not to say that, you know, people don't legit get clean and go, don't, you know, stay away mm-hmm. from that lifestyle. But I think it would be a fair for me. Like, I'll always be wondering, like. <sighs> I think it's too close. You know, like. like he hasn't. I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe it has been some years. But I'm like, it's, it's it was like how many years ago? Yeah, I don't know. It I would be too much for me. And I'd be thinking like, okay, don't let me stress him out so he don't go back to drugs or something. No, that would be too much for me. I can't do it. Anyway, what else? Peter Guns is having his 11th baby. Girl, Peter Guns. 11th child with his sixth baby mama. And this sixth baby mama is 19, year, 19 years old. Yes. Peter Guns is like in his 50s. Yep. And he has kids that age. Older, his oldest child is like 30. Corey, yep. Corey Guns is old. 
So Peter Guns, we also know him as um, was Creep Squad, Dirty Peter, like really from Love and Hip Hop, and I think in the '90s he was like a producer as well, yeah. was he a rapper or something. He, I mean, he was in the music industry. Yeah, he was know. in the music industry, whatever. But it's like, oh, you are this old. You have he has a de- he has some deep rooted issues at this point because this for me it's not even just like okay. He's a sex addict. He's just having sex. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, but you just really having multiple kids that you obviously cannot. You can't even fully afford them all because you're not rich. Does he hate women? Is this like one of those? What his punishment for women? No, like does he like just not care about women? Like he secretly hates women. And I think if that's the case, he also secretly hates himself. Because why are you even putting yourself in this situation? Because no it's so much. We we've seen the baby mama drama. Like he, he has got. no money, y'all. Like. He don't even have a check from Love and Hip Hop anymore. Anymore. Like, what are you doing? I'm sure none of the songs he worked on is getting royalties. So I'm just like, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, I know his oldest daughter, she's also trying to rap. Um, and she's like a bartender. Is she? Yes. They showed on Love and Hip Hop once. She's the oldest and she tries to be like the mediator or whatever. She's a, a bartender. Like, I looked her up on Instagram and stuff. So it's like, it's not like you can really provide for this kids financially to that level. You can't You can't be there off all of them emotionally and all. physically. I don't So why are you, and the women who are even having kids by this man, why? How you like, end up, see, that's what I'm saying. 19 years old. It's why like, you, you 19. How did you end up in the same to, circle as Peter Gunn? She probably has to be one of those girls who's really like trying to get out the girl. hood yeah. mm-hmm. and she just like oh he's on love and hip hop he on TV he's my way out that's the only thing I can think about like it. I'm gonna have a reality show now Mona gonna hire us exactly we gonna get back on and yeah. he probably sold her that dream like girl yeah. yeah me and Mona cool I could get back on the show whenever I want listen that's just what it is watch we'll see but this is also part of the argument that I stand with when I say I think it's very perverted when old men get with Night with teenage girls, whether they're 18, 19, or not. Yeah, like, like what are like, you gonna get from creepy. a 50 year old man and yeah. you're the 19 year old? Like, girl. that's literally nothing but sex. Like, what are y'all about to talk about? That's, what? That's men for you. But that, and that's disgusting and that's it's predatory. Me. Yeah, listen, men from all races, all cultures, all of them do it. Like, they want a fresh young babe. Oh, so annoying. You. <laughs> Uh, well, even speaking of love and hip hop, well, I guess we'll leave that for TV, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, what Curtis Jackson, aka Fifty Cent. So okay, so a lot of people are saying like this is part of like some promotional thing between Girl. him and him. So you know, Fifty got a new person that owes him money, which is real Timmy. His name is Roti Me. I don't be liking to Roti Me. No, we be calling him Rodimi G. I be hating all the love. Rodimi. It be Roti Me. It's Roti Me. Roti Me. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, Roti Me. I feel like when we famous, we be the first ones to be like Roti Me. Exactly. Like (laughs) be like he be like damn. Don't nobody call me that. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Let me be professional. Roti (laughs) Me. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but wait, why you don't want to say his name? No, Road TV now. Okay. What do you mean? That's the professional way to say it. The professional way is the right way. So professional is would be Road TV. Okay. Road TV. <laughs> Girl. Anyway, 50 Cent and Road TV. They uh <laughs> what? Why are you saying the Road TV like that? Okay, continue the question for That's a posh accent. Time. 
Anyway, yeah. So they he on his list. They had a back and forth on Instagram, Instagram. per mm-hmm. usual. Um, where you know Roti is claiming that he doesn't owe fifty money, fifty saying three hundred thousand dollars. You owe me three hundred thousand, which is kind of like is fifty a billionaire? We didn't know it. Like he just has money. Yeah, to I dispose. feel like he low because you know he ha- he owns so many things. Yeah, you know I mean? but it's kind of like I I just refuse to believe like this many people ask for this much money from fifty. But you know, also just seem like it's people who are like close to him. You know what I mean? So maybe people on the show or a few others that are like within his circle. And I, I guess yeah. you know, think about it. I think fifty fifty cent is a good businessman so far. You know, we mm-hmm. don't see anything but like oh, you know, his business is messed up. But I think he's a good um, businessman, and they probably just you know look for him for him for some type of assistance. But of course, knowing fifty. He He's just, I feel like he's just, he's doing too much. Because now he's saying, since um, Real To Me's album is number one, you know, run me my money. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, And it's like, here's some behind the scenes tea. So, you know, Real To Me used to be signed to G-Unit. And then... Oh, really? Yes. And then he let go of his G-Unit. He let him go off of G-Unit and helped him negotiate his new contract with Empire. Uh, Empire ah. Records. So, like, it's not that... You know, I don't. I feel like if, if anything, he has some sort of like kickback recruiting uh-huh. fee of some sort. Yeah, so probably that. I just feel like I don't know. You know, I just feel like Fifty be doing. Too and much. I definitely feel like he doesn't hit them up first. He yeah, he instantly gets on Instagram. social media, which is like if you notice all of them. Whenever they do give the response, they're confused and like lost. Like, wait, what are you talking about? Exactly. They like, dang, you bogus. You gonna put me out here like that? Look okay, him. girl, Selena Gomez. First of all, I don't know who listens to Selena. Selena, even my little sister that is like fifteen, I know she don't listen to Selena Gomez like that. No, does no, Selena, Selena Gomez don't even really put out music that consistently. To and me. she never be in movies like that before, you know, like like she she really ain't doing nothing that's that deep to me. But so basically, she surpasses Beyonce and is like the fourth most streamed female artist on Spotify, over eight billion streams, which is crazy. I'm just confused. Which Who is, crazy. is listening to her? That, that I can't even name one song. It's some robot somewhere. They they're streaming. I hear about I streaming so. farms, but like Selena Gomez is literally a product of a streaming. Farm. I think so because that makes no sense. Unless it's like I, I have no idea. Maybe it's like a whole community that I don't understand. Is like oh maybe she does have songs out there. We just know we just don't know that it's by her. Taki taki. That's is that one. Yeah, that's her Cardi B and Ozuka. B was his name oh, Ozuka. I don't know, but I don't think that should make her. I don't think that should make her no eight billion streams. And even on on Instagram too, she's like the top. Ain't she like the top? Yeah, she's like the most followed. Yeah, Yeah. and she's never on my explore page. Never. I don't. I don't see on Instagram. I don't see on Twitter. I don't don't see nothing about anything that Selena's doing yet. Like who is listening to her? Millions and billions of people are keeping up. I have. I guess so. You know. Wow. I got her fans. Okie dokie, y'all. All right. So, <laughs> this new story is kind of funny. <laughs> um, so, basically, the rap artist, the baby, he um, got into a fight at a Louis Vuitton in South Carolina, I believe, is mm-hmm. where he's from. So, it was a Louis Vuitton store in South Carolina. And there was a local artist named Cam Cold. Oh, he's a local artist? Yes, he's a local artist. So, oh, I feel like it's one of those. He hated. Yeah, he hating. So, evidently, he's been trolling the baby for a long time. And wow. they just got, it just so happened that they both happened to be at the Louis Vuitton store, Memorial Day weekend. And he gets on his live, you know, big talking. Just talking hella shit. Yeah, yeah, that baby. 
baby right there. Well, he a bitch. Just all type of, you know, slanderous things. Then he takes it upon himself to strike at the baby where the baby showed him that he's actually, in fact, a grown man. Mm. And knocked him silly. <laughs> he's not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked him out. And to the point where he was bloody with his pants his around. His pants were down. Like, that is embarrassing upon embarrassment and upon And didn't um, the baby, like, end up, like, taking over his phone and showing, yes, like... Yes, like, he was like, <laughs> watch out. Look at me now. Um, and Cam cold-hearted. For that, you get our highest honor. It's <laughs> my highest honor. <laughs> he is the loader of the week. He is so goofy. Like why? Like like why? You trolled him. You started it. You wanted that beef. See, this is my thing. If you want smoke, be prepared. Be to, about be it. Be prepared. Like how you gonna ask for smoke and not be ready for it? Then how you gonna start a fight and not have a belt on, girl? And later on, he gonna say, "Oh, he got jumped." Um, the baby had his security. His security. Guards. No. It's, it was obvious, like no, he he, you got your ass. You got rocked. That's what happened. Yeah. You got rocked. Also, side note: the baby's voice is very deep. I just wasn't like mm. really imagined. I don't know, not necessarily. That I imagined him to have a high pitched voice, but it's like deeper than what you. Thought. It's like I can't even get that deep. <laughs> like, woo. but then you know later on, I was seeing like posts like people saying like, oh, the baby is a real rapper. So like, and I'm like, so does violence make a rapper a real rapper? Because you know. I guess. Oh, they he, say he legit. Yeah, he legit. He like about he what he talk one. about exactly because he beat someone up. But I'm like, oh. I, I mean, I think it, if anything, it just validates the things that he says. Says right. You he, know, it's just like about it. he, just he don't just shit. be talking about I'm gonna do this and you know never has up. anything to support it. So I guess now we know. I mean, now we right, know that the baby said. is about it. He's a grown man. He ain't just a baby. Like, don't get him fucked up because he calls himself the baby. <laughs> he the man. <laughs> Um, you know this um thing with the kids where like the kids interview like the rappers and stuff. Oh, arts and rap. Uh-huh. That's like my favorite show. And they on asked Facebook. him like, "Why you called the baby?" The kid was like, "Is it because like you're the baby daddy?" And he was like, "No, because I look like a baby. I'm gonna look young forever." I'm like, "That's where you got your name from." <laughs> you're gonna look young forever. He. Did. First of all, I mean, he's not even I mean, whole time. He's ain't that why Babyface called himself Babyface? Who's Babyface? Y'all know who Babyface is? Like the producer? You talking about Night Jam? No, Babyface. Oh, the, the, the music. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking Night Jam. Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's someone called Oh, but his face don't look like no... I get... But that's why he was calling himself Babyface, baby though. Because he was like, oh, I got a Babyface. Like, that's why he called himself I think baby when face. I picture Babyface, I picture some t- at least some cuteness to the face, too. And he's saying the baby ugly? He not ugly, but he ain't cute. <laughs> He's not ugly, but he's that head of his is big. So those little knees of his head. Me up. I was happy he had a good um, humor about it. He was laughing about it too. Like he said, "Whoever said my hair looked like a PT cruiser?" Oh. Gee, he was he was like legit cracking up laughing. Like that was the funniest joke I've ever heard. Mm. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it for hot topics, right? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a slow news week. We 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 gave y'all what we heard. Yeah, pretty easy. Oh, I mean, I guess we could talk a little bit about Lena Waithe, though. I mean, like... Okay, you know, with that just to bring that... Because I did listen to mm-hmm. what she said on The Breakfast Club, like, the full thing. And people are, like, trolling her, saying that, you know, she knew about it first season. Why did he come back second season? Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. And from what she said, she said that she heard about it. She had a meeting with the two of them. It was, they followed the protocol. You know, they followed the protocol. She hired more people to do this, this, that, and other. Training. Then she hired a female showrunner who was on Star for a while too. So I 
was actually very, you know, that's just my own personal, like, oh, look at you. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, so she did all that, and people were still, like, saying things about her. Personally, I feel like Lena Wave did the model thing to do, right? Because so many times, especially in this Me Too cancel culture, yeah. we, we get upset at sometimes when people lose everything without anything supporting it or when it's just alleged or what you know what i'm saying like we get so hurt and i think that she really she she addressed it she addressed it head on yeah she I, had a meeting with and for both of them to say oh we'll both come back to the show to me exactly. that is a resolution yeah. it's like yeah. oh okay well it makes- and she did admit some parts where she felt like maybe she should have taken more action and not just be like okay i'm gonna let whoever handle it you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. um but i feel like she she handled it how she's supposed to handle it yeah you know and mean? i feel like she did her job right because it's like if i hire you that's part of your job right like you're supposed to be handling stuff on set and if it gets to a certain degree then, then i need to charge. be then you need to tell me but from what I understood she was like but by the time I heard that it was continuing she talking about it's a legal matter already so there's nothing she right. can do so she was like well dang you know like it just she shows how stupid that guy is what's his name again Jason Mitchell it's like okay so you did this one time you were forgiven and you have their people they give you the opportunity to just keep on going you know what I mean give you the, the training whatever heck we didn't even hear about it in the media you know what I'm saying and then you're so stupid you do it again so what you let your penis get in the way of your success it's it's is stupidity to the point that you did it in multiple sets. Can you imagine? That's the stupidity again. It's like you can even just say, oh, me and my co-star, I want to do romance. I'm right. Fucking. You went to another Another one to do it. And said, oh, like, who are you? First of all. So is it that you're that, you're that horny? Is it that you, you, you don't, there's no other woman where you could legit, hey, go to the strip club if it's that serious for you. Like, I bet you in about six months, he going to come out and tell us that he was molested as a child oh, and so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, that's gonna be the that's, that's gonna be the the, the, the recipe. Uh-huh. He gonna start Trying to saying, firing them. Shit. Yeah, he gonna be like, man, you know, hurt people, hurt people, uh-huh. so on. And so you, he forth. was legit just start like his career was really starting to boom. Like, yeah, coming out, like, yeah. Ugh, it's a shame. It's and a the shame. shy is picking up. I'm mm-hmm. telling y'all, it is picking up. If you are not watching it, you need to be watching it. It's a good show. <sighs> All right, well, we can get into our topic now. Yeah, let's get into our topic. I'm excited about this topic. Oh, you know. I am. I wonder why. Because I got all the smoke. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, so our topic for today is friendship. Friends, your circle. Yeah. People around you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Dami, what, define friendship. What What is it? What does it mean to be a friend? What does it mean to be a friend? Gang, gang. To you, um, what does that mean? Okay, for real, for real, let me think about this. What does it mean? To me, being a friend is somebody that you can depend on, somebody that is reliable, honest, loyal, and trustworthy to you. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that you can be your authentic self with that um, maintains a platonic relationship with. I, you know, I threw platonic in there for my male friends. Not even just male, and females too. All true, but I don't roll that way, so... Uh, true, true. <laughs> You know, right? Um, platonic relationships, uh, yeah, that allow you to be your true self without judgment. What kind of friend are you? What type of friend would you define yourself to be? I feel like I am a loyal friend. Like I'm really loyal to like a fault sometimes. Um, I think that I feel like I'm a very good friend. Like I'm supportive. I'm always there. Well, shoot, I better ask you. How what kind of friend <laughs> am I? You know better than me. Uh, I didn't be honest with you, Dami. Okay, wow. You are lacking. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> no, you're a good friend. Um, you're totally, yeah, you definitely are. You're a loyal friend. You're reliable. Um, 
you're really kind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like... You're authentic. You know what I mean? You're not one of those friends that you have to be like... Eh, girl, bye! She <laughs> <laughs> get her feelings. And I'm just saying you're a good friend. You're not like to be going all mushy and stuff. It's good. I understand. Um, okay, but well, yeah, let's get... What's understood don't need to be explained. <laughs> Alright, alright. Okay, but okay. yeah, let's really get into the topic. Um, so we all have different experiences with friendships. You yes. know, they're good friends. And let's even start with the different types of friends. You know, so they're yes. you know, they're like your your, your super close there's friends. There's levels to friends. Like there's yeah. a hierarchy of friends. It is right. You have your social friends who are like, Oh, let's when go. When we up. see each other. Like, what's, go, what's going on? Yeah. Let's go to the club, whatever. You know, right. you have your friends that you probably just study with, you know, right. your serious friends, your, your business yeah. friends, your class friends, your schoolmates. Exactly. The people that your your friends in class. You have friends that you just gossip with too, like Oh, I know this bitch gonna have the latest tea, or she True. knows what's going. You know, you, you have got those tea friends. Time friends. Exactly. You have your work friends. You do have your work friends. That's you, true. You have um, you have your friends that are your friends only because you guys kind of We've fell known into each other it. for a long yeah, time. Yeah, like, well, we cool. We ain't never had no problem. Yeah, I have um, like um, should I call it spiritual friends? But for, like friends that like were um Christians, and we like we do like prayer groups together. Right. We have that type of friends too. Um, and you do have your, your best friends, your close friends, yeah, your, you you know, your, your circle and stuff. Um, do you have your friends that are like family? Right, right, right. Um, you have your male and female friends. That's a whole nother drama mm. too. Okay. So do you have male friends? I have a lot of, I think I have more male friends than female friends. Me too. Like, I think I have more authentic, let me rephrase, more authentic, authentic male, male friends than female friends. But you know friends. what I th- what I was thinking? I think it's easier to have male friends or for that male friendship to be a certain type of way or at least for it to be leveled because it's like, I th- the demand in a female relationship is a lot more, you know? Because I feel like yeah. as women, we do kind of be like, oh, well, bitch, you ain't hit me up. When last did I hear from you? Or you only hit me up when you want this or that, whatever, you know? Um, but guys, they don't really think too much about their thing about... Oh, when last did you call me? Or yeah, you know like, I mean? you, like you can literally hit up your guy friend. You don't have to talk to your guy friend for, for like months. a year, like yeah. a month. You can literally hit your guy friend up like six months later and pick up where you left off. Exactly. And there's no beef. They don't be like you funny acting. You right. Don't they don't know. think too much. No. Or like, oh, I saw you hanging out with her, yeah. kind of thing. You know, I don't like her. You know, they yeah. don't do all that. They don't do all of that. So like, it's easier. I'm trying to think of the reason why I might have ended a friendship with a male friend. And I really can't authentically think of one. The only time I think maybe a, a friendship with a male friend has ended um, is for business reasons or... Oh, business. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought about who it was. Sorry. No, or um, like, you know, somebody you made in advance. And it's yeah, like, if no. they're trying. So yeah. do you have male friends that you are somewhat that you're attracted to, but because you guys are friends, you're like, I'm not going to cross that line. Uh, like, if you guys were not friends, like, maybe something may have happened or could happen. I think that I've had those, but I feel like it's past that now. Like, okay. I'm like eh, you know, it now, didn't develop into now we too into the friendship for us to even even do all Try that. that. Okay, yeah. okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah, same here. Mm. Girl, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so, what's your experience with friendship? Have you had um, dramas with friends? Ooh, you know, I'm like Real Housewives of Love and Hip Hop of every reality show is my friendships. friendships. Um. I just feel like I'm just a really nice person and 
every time I try to give my full authenticity to people. Okay, so that's the thing with female friendships. Like, I'm going to give y'all some tea on female friendships. The thing with female friendships are a lot of women are shallow. A lot of women like to be in groups and they rate themselves based off of the group that they're in, yeah. right? Or they rate themselves within the group, mm-hmm. such as, oh, I only roll with bad bitches. That, that's where all that type of mm-hmm. nonsense conversation comes in. Or, you know, I'm, I'm the, the baddest in the group. I'm the baddest so. in the group or I'm this. So that's where, like, the female friendships really lack right so me i'm a really chill person like you know what i'm saying like i get dressed up when i get dressed up but for the most part i i keep it cool i keep it casual you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like i just know i know how to get in where i fit in i'll just say it best like that okay um and I think that I, I'm not, I don't try to do too much. I don't try to hold facades. And I'm not like a competition-based woman, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't try to do that. But I feel like I was in a lot of friendships where people were competing with me and I didn't know it. Ah. So it's like, oh. So competing in the sense of looks, you know, I'm trying to look better than her. Competing in the sense that, oh, I feel like she has more friends. People like her more than me. You know, and, and that's the thing too. It's like people find random things to compete with, right? Like attention, you know, uh-huh. with likability, um, with looks, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So it'll be situations where um, I had a friend where. I, you know, I, I get along with people easily, so I'm very sociable. So I talk to somebody, I'm sitting there, we can have a vibe conversation. And I had a friend, and like she'll just randomly throw out some some information to try to like throw me down in the conversation. Ah, you know, to put, you down. to put me down or to like try and be like, it's not even all of that. Or, Ooh, and it's like, uh, it's like you gotta watch out for friends like that. Exactly, they don't. People who do that obviously they don't wish you well. Exactly, and jealousy comes into that too. And jealousy comes into that. I've had friends that. You know, because I'm so kind, I I put like I'll put my friend before me sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and I do that in the return that my friend would do that for me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, it's like, no, bro, like ain't yeah. nobody about to put you before them. Right. So like I've had those type of issues where it's like I've had a friend where legit I'm fasting during Ramadan. She asked me to cook for her her boyfriend because I could cook. Girl, and you cook? No, I told her, like, that's very rude because it's not Okay, because I'm like, about to say. I was blown. Like, I was like, I'm fasting, G. Like, yeah, why would you put me in that situation? Exactly. You don't have respect for me or my religion. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, furthermore, I'm not your maid. But it's like, you know, other things like that. I've had friends tear me down for personal reasons, right? For uh, like, you know, like when people know things about you, they try to use, use it, it against, against you. You know, or take things about you and and make it make it uh, a fallacy about you. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've I've had a lot of like drama with friend groups to the point where I'm just really down to like a very select few. Oh man! So does that hurt your self esteem? Does that hurt you in a certain way? Does it make you think twice about yourself? Do you also feel like you may have played a certain role in any type of friendship that was that you know dissolved or any drama within a friendship? I like to think of myself as a reasonable person. So in terms of like playing a role, I really assess and reassess and assess all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I've always come to the conclusion that. Nah, like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like nah, it's nah, not me, like, it's you. Even like, you know, assessing it with other people who are maybe like neutral to the situation, it, it is agreed upon and it's like, nah, bro. No, not great. They yeah. own that with you. And it's okay. like true. Um, but it did hurt my self-esteem for a little bit, right? Because, you know, especially when the thing about friends is like that's your circle. And the thing about a circle is that you for it to be a circle, that means you're on the center. Mm. That means these people are surrounding you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, and with circles, there's no way out. 
So if like these, this is what is surrounding you, you do feel trapped in this yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. You feel like, dang, am I the person? Or am I less than? Or are these things that they're saying about me really true? Because these are the things that are surrounding Around you. you. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's what it is for me. But how about you? Um, for me, uh, think about friends in general. So like, you know what? You know, when I grew up in Nigeria, um, I lived with my grandmother. So my grandmother was the type that's like, you ain't going to nobody's house. You ain't sleeping mm-hmm. over nobody's house. So I did have friends, but it was just friends in school. Mm-hmm. And during the holiday, during the breaks, like I didn't see them, you know? So oh, my friend man. was my grandma, my cousins, my family, you know? And you know, the older, when I got here too, because I came here at 13, it was similar in that sense because you always know, had to babysit my sister or I was in probably some school stuff. So I didn't really develop any like, deep friendships where like we went to each other's houses we knew each other's families you know it wasn't like I think it was like when I moved to suburbs and you know we met each other Mm -hmm. so I think then you know um, then this was junior year of college no of high high school school. yeah Uh so then I started you know having more friends and developed that type of relationship and you know when you have friends it also helps you um, learn about yourself yeah. too because there's certain things about myself that I didn't know because I'm just like oh well I never had to share my time before mm. I never really had to think about someone outside of my family you know because I know sometimes I can be really selfish with my time like I'm like I like my time to a certain way but, but when you do have friends who need you or you know expect you to be there then it, ma- it makes you evaluate yourself like okay mm-hmm. you know this is not just about you you know being a friend is like you're also given too you know right. it's not just a take situation exactly. being a friend is not just about someone to, to gossip gossip on the phone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but I think my first real... But, I th- but having that foundation, I think I never really... I never had that... And you know, in Nigeria, too, they always say, be careful about friends. You know, you don't trust friends like yeah. that. My grandma always just said that, you know? So, like, I never had too much of a deep high expectation for anyone. You know, I always expected mm-hmm. some type of disappointment. So whenever things like did that, something happened, it's like, well, it was about to happen anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Or at least it's a, I guess a defense mechanism for me too, where like, I won't be too hurt. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're human, you're going to do some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I think my first drama was, it was, oh, damn, was mm-hmm. it after college? Was that your first real drama? Oh, I feel like all your drama was my drama. <laughs> by association. Mom by association. You right. <laughs> but my own like personal real drama. Damn, you like last year, G. Wow. I didn't have... Ooh, it's just it, funny it, that what? all your drama was mine by association. <laughs> it's okay, girl. I love you. It's okay. Uh, but um, yeah, I didn't have my first real drama till last year. And I don't know if it's a good thing that it happened later in my life mm. than earlier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, damn, because, you know, losing a friend, it's, it could, it's also like a heartbreak, too. It is. Especially depending on the type is. of friendship it is. It's like someone's like part of your life for how many plus years and you guys are close-knit, family, whatever, mm-hmm. and then that person is, whoop, the person ain't there no more. And it's a heartbreak. Because friendships are relationships. Yeah. Shit. To us girls, friendships, like, rela- they are, like, more important to relationships. They're, they're you know like, I mean? our relationships until yeah. we're in a relationship. But even when we're in a relationship. But I think that's another thing we also need to make sure and not cross that line. Because it's like, yes, we're friends, but I'm not your boyfriend. And Does I that make sense? That is a thing that, that women get messed Mixed up. Because it's just, And I think that's just how women... I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think that's where we tend to get, like... Like, you know, whereas for me, I feel like that's where me and girls kind of, like, have issues, right? Because I, I guess I play such, like, the good boyfriend role. Okay. I'm like, I'm kind. I do stuff for you. I let you know. Most of the time, they get in their feelings about something. I let them get in their feelings. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, are you good now? Like, yeah. we good? Like, you cool? Because I don't, like, engage in that type of stuff. Like, it's very rare that I'm the one that's, like... 
first of all, you just blew me because this oh, is girl, a, no. yeah, like yeah. I don't have those those things. It's usually like the other friend that has that moment, and I'm like, so it's like in a sense, you're the one being the guy trying to the calm them down and calm be on the I'm too. the one that's doing that, so it's just like. You know, and then some, and then I think that people call me their best friend quick. Every other, every best me friend too. I've ever had called me their best friend first. Then I rose to the occasion, and then when it's like, okay, I need you to be my best friend, right? No, they but, dropped but the let's ball. Be clear, you called me your best friend first. Though. Let's be real clear. We called each other <laughs> no, you cousins first. Okay, okay. And but then, yeah, the one that took it to the best friend parts. To be wait, honest, wait, you wait, your best friend. wait. You're like, oh, Erica is there, so no, 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 no. She no. might as well be my best friend. That's what she said because she. I'm talking about you. We talking about your first drama, G. We talking about um, college years. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, be June, sophomore, junior. Year. No, you like mean? sophomore, junior. Year. Okay, you know that's mean like, oh, Erica, you my best friend. <laughs> uh, damn. Is that what's, that's what's making you feel good? Bro. I mean, of course not. I don't know. You know what? Me too. Like, everywhere I go, people are like, oh, you're my best friend. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought it was a conversation we was to have first, but I guess not. And I just go with it. Oh, we didn't have the conversation. No, 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 no. Yours is different. I guess it's different. I guess it's different. You know, but in other situations, people, yeah, people did call thirsty. me your best friends. And in the morning, I'll legit, I'll legit be like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I'm not going to be like, well, girl, right. hold up. We ain't best friends. That's awkward. And then I'll just go with the flow. And I think the older I get, the more I'm like, you have to pick your friends. Yeah. Do not let them pick you. You say don't let don't let your friends pick you for themselves. You have to be like okay. Even if someone picks you, evaluate and be like okay. But am I picking you though? True. You know what I mean? Are you? True. Do I want you as my friend? You know? Do we align? You know? And I think also it's good to be forgiven. It's not wrong to be forgiven, but I feel like I was just so so like overly forgiven mm. and like the things that I'm supposed to pay attention to like when things happen over and over and over and over again exactly you know I mean even I'm if the they same. apologize it's like okay same. yeah they apologize but it's still keeping me do, doing the same thing it's like no girl you need to exactly pay attention to that and move on from that because friendships know? are like relationships right the same way you would tell your girlfriend if like her boyfriend is showing a toxic trait you would say you listen to that first exactly. time you don't gotta you don't gotta wait till he beat you down exactly and don't wait same. till the whole drama happens exactly and that's the same thing with female friends right the first time you feel that like that that mean shade not that joking shade but that shade where it's like ooh mm, like am I too because oh, you it, 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 it do be like wait it am do I be that serious shade like am I yeah, it be, and we stay catching it. We just be like, <laughs> see, don't, don't doubt yourself in friendship too, because I think yeah. I did that a lot too. Because you know, I I also never wanted to be like the bad guy, you know, or someone who's like overthinking or doing the most. So all the things I was just really, and I'm just, for, I'm not really a confrontational person as much mm-hmm. as I talk shit. Like I like peace. Like I rather uh, sit down and evaluate the situation and move forward. But I'm not the type who's instantly gonna be like, girl, what did you just say? Like I don't have time for that. So a lot of times exactly. I'll bite my tongue and I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just tweaking. Let me see if it happened again. Then it happened again. I'm just like, ah, wait, so this is another level. No. I be I, I've been in too many situations now and I think it's kind of like like now I do have my guard up a little bit where mm-hmm. it's like I just feel like I'm not even able to attach to people right now like I'm just kind of like you know we can be cool but I really only got a certain amount of friends, right? Which is crazy because in college, it was the complete opposite. In college, Mm -hmm. it got to a point where it's like, we was gang, gang, circle, circle, like squad, like everywhere we go, squad, squad, we were yelling everywhere, squad, gang, ooh, all of that. And now it's just like, you know, look to the left, look to the right. You know, they tell you that in college, look to the left. Look to the right. The person who's sitting next to you mm-hmm. is not gonna be there at the end. And I think that's a metaphor. That's you know, they at first you think like, damn, people gonna fail, but it's really a metaphor for like 
listen, this is college. It's not it's life, high yeah. school. You're not about to go to the same dances and stuff with all your friends. Like, people will switch up on you. You will have a best friend your first semester. Second semester, you're, you're not going to talk to that person anymore. Yeah. You know, graduation will happen, and that is the end of that. Man, yeah, it's tough. And it shows the importance of having, like, I believe it's best to have a small circle. You know, yeah. um, quality is better than quantity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You may have a lot of people, because having a lot of people make you just, may, sometimes just makes you feel popular. Like, exactly. okay, you know, exactly. I got hella friends. But when you really need someone, something, exactly, you, you, like, where are they? You like, know? exactly, who can you, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, we, when we had our apartment in college, people were in that apartment all the time yes sometimes i would get home like oh my god yeah sometimes you just and just people would just be there but when we were moving it was literally just you and i gee no one offer because you know me too that's how i am it's like certain things it's like i feel like i don't really have to ask you know what i mean like because you know i feel like by asking i don't want to disturb you you know it seems like okay am i bothering you but then i I feel like certain things is common sense like girl you in my apartment every dude you were in here all the time like you could at least offer, like, do you need help? It was pe- people was damn near subletting our rooms, our personal bedrooms Ooh. was in there all the time. And it's just like, Ooh. you know, now there's, it was just crickets when people needed you yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Or it's just like, that's, and that's part of like. And I think about people have helped move G. Because I hate moving, but I have helped <laughs> people move. And it just shows people won't do the exact same thing, exactly. you know, that you would think or that you would do for them, you exactly. know. And also, even if you do have a close group of friends, make sure the close people, they, they make sense. Make sure don't, it's reciprocal. Exactly. Don't just say, oh, oh, I only have five friends, but three of the, three out of those five friends are shitty. They ain't really your friends. Because it was like Because you ain't man. got friends. It be like that. It be like that. It's been circles. I've been in. I've been in group text. That's the really the definition of how your friends change. I've been in ten person group text. Ten person go to six. Six person go, go to four. five. Mm-hmm. To four. To what is it now? Three. Yeah, three. And so, it just it just drops. It just it drops. just drops. Like it drops. Yeah. Like before you know it, you in a whole new group text. Well, y'all. <laughs> and before you know it, you are the topic of that new of that group that you used to be in. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Well, let's talk about boundaries and friendships. You know, both female and male friendships. I know we mentioned how um, with guys you got to be like. I think okay. So this is the thing with men with male friendships, right? I think one thing that keeps my male friendship strong is I don't have any expectations of my male friends, right? Like okay. my only expectation of you is to be authentic is to keep it 100 mm-hmm. that's only my expectation i too many times i see females try to sublease their male friends as, as like boyfriends. their temporary boyfriends like it's not their responsibility to buy you food it's not their responsibility to to help you do this to do that like yeah. you know what i mean it's like of course it's nice to have male friends for things like okay like moving like yeah like we did have like a male friend to help well us you know move. i have my one of yeah you know what I'm saying? shout out to abdul. abdul i love you yeah he's always there for us like you know what i'm saying he helps us move he helps us do like if we really need a guy yeah. thing he helps us triton helps me like mm-hmm. that too so it's kind of like we do have guy friends that, that will be there and do help us do things however it's just like you i think i see a lot of girls that just do too much it's like yeah. that's not his role like mm-hmm. that he's not gonna do that that's not especially if, it, especially if he's like a, a nice guy too yeah I mean, okay so with me and abdul we're like really close and there's a time in college people thought we we're together because mm-hmm. how close we we're both like no and then i there are some people who didn't like me because of him you know mm-hmm. but it's like 
those girls that didn't like me, there were the girls I felt like were like subleasing him, using exactly. him as, oh, this is my friend, best friend, boyfriend, whatever. Yes. And it's like, I'm the one telling him, like, what this, he's, she's just using you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, um, do not use them to fulfill your loneliness. Exactly. Don't bother. You know, like, don't call them and bother them all the time without no genuine conversation. Exactly. Right, right, you know, right. stuff right. like that. Don't expect them to walk don't you here, them. do this, do that. Like, you if know you're not gonna be there if for you're not them gonna the be way there for that you, you know like oh give me a ride do this do that it's it's everything is in moderation like the same way you would do with your female friends don't overuse your so do friends. you think that all guy friends like all guys like they low-key do want to sleep with their female friends i've heard but, that like rumor. it's up to the woman because i do feel like in a lot of my guy friendships i feel like it's it was definitely me who had to put that boundary you know what i mean mm-hmm. even if it's not even said but like like in maybe the way we communicate or the way we flow with each other, whether we're in person or on the phone, I had to put that boundary somewhere subconsciously. Like, eh, we just gonna be friends, bro. Like I instantly will say, bro, so that they know that okay, this is not gonna cross into oh, this is my friend that I look you sleep with or whatever. I personally have don't really experience stuff like that. Um, only because. From jump, I, I come at it like a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like even when I'm with guys, I purposely am, like, more guy Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what totally. I'm saying? Like, I, I, I kind of talk to them like a guy. I keep it, like, very, But don't like, like though. Even <sighs> if you do, because I do that, too. But it's like... They, if they're given the opportunity, they would. I don't know. I have never experienced They that. would. That's what I think. Well, maybe I I don't know. I don't know if I've never, I've experienced it and I just never knew. I think you just didn't know. Oh. Cause I, I think you just didn't know. I'd be keeping it straight. Boom. Narrow, yeah. like straight to the line. Like. Like. Because mm, even like, I, it's a certain way I dance with my guy friends at the club. Like you won't see me. If you're really my guy, guy friend, I'm not going to be super close on your body like that. I did, man. Don't dance with guy friends at the club. Girl, you a lie. <laughs> you a lie. Nah, but Like I see you in the club. You a lie. Come on, come on, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> what was this? Okay. Don't let me expose you. Sorry. <laughs> it's not exposing no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, okay, look, let's get okay, back to the topic. But what I, boundaries do you think um, in female friendships should be placed? I think that you... Oh, like between female to female? Yes, yes. You just got to always be honest with your female friends, right? Yeah. And I think that that part of it is just like being open and having conversations because that's what kills female co- friendships. Mm-hmm. It's that mm, I didn't say anything right now, so now I'm talking to the other friend about what blew mm-hmm. me instead of just saying it right to then that and, person. Then that's, and there. True. that's true. So it's just always like saying like this is this is it. Like what's a boundary that I feel like was crossed with a female friend? Um, oh, for the longest, I had friends that kept talking about my relationship. Like, just kept talking about my relationship. Like, to the point where it was like, one time... I'm in a like, negative way. Yeah, it was like, I was just having like a real breakdown. And they were just all having a conversation right in front of me about it. Like, like oh, well, he be doing this. Well, man, I'm tired of him. Like, like I was not sitting right there. So, and in I, what sense? Is it that you're the type of girl that you don't like to hear things about a relationship? Like, if your relationship no, has some issues, of, you don't want people to keep it real with you? Or no, I think that there's... Levels? I think there's a, a way to even do it. There's a level of appropriateness. Of course, right? definitely. And I think that that's what it was. It's like that boundary of appropriateness was crossed. Like, because it's not that... As a friend, you can't keep keep it real and tell somebody when something isn't going well or when something isn't benefiting them. Yeah. But there's a way to do it, right? Definitely. Like, like I think women tend to scold other women. Of and that's course. like a you yeah. you know, like I'm not a kid, you don't need to scold me. Yeah. Or, you know, women tend to shame other women a yeah. lot. Like don't things. use my relationship as a tool 
to shame to me. To shame me or you to know come at saying? me. Or to yeah. come at me or, you know, don't use any insecurity of mine as a as a way to shade or shame uh-huh. me or this, that, and the other. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, don't even shade me in general. Like, if it's something that you know that I'm not going to receive, Mm-hmm. Well, don't you shade as your style to like, yeah. that's how I'm about to let her know about this. And even if you do that one time, but you see the reaction, don't keep on doing it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Don't keep on doing I, I think it's just also like being able to recognize your friend's feelings. Yeah. Um, cause that's Not just... being selfish. In French, in friendship, you cannot be selfish. It's never a one-way thing. Exactly. In fr- friendship is not a me, 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 me thing. No. Because that's mm-hmm. something that, um, you know, ruins friendship. If one person is always thinking about themselves. Like, exactly. From their, their perspective. Emotions or not respecting your time or not respecting you and it's just like all about them being satisfied mm-hmm. about what you are doing to them as a friend but it's like what are you doing exactly well? it's like, a mutual thing like you too, have to you have to see where i am coming from yeah and that's the thing because it's like it's people disagree like that's the thing like and i think that you know with you and i people might feel like we don't ever argue or we don't ever mm-hmm. have our disagreements but i think that the unique thing about us is that when we do have that moment we really do try to see each other's perspective and i think it's also a level of respect too when you yeah. respect someone because there are times where you like there's some time we'll argue but even if i i'm someone that i'll just apologize because i'm just like you know i'm mm-hmm. moving forward but in my head i'm still like well i don't fucking agree whatever she's saying right. but like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna disrespect you in that exactly. manner like even though if if an Stuart describe like, hey, we're gonna disagree. We're gonna agree to disagree. We can agree. But to a disagree. Level, respect is how you ha- when you have a certain level of respect, you know how to approach certain situations, how to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially in anger too. Yeah. Just because you're angry or you're, you're super emotional, it does not give you a right to just say anything that you that, come, yeah. that that you're thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're that's a person who's really emotional and gets angry so quick, whatever. Take, you know what, sometimes it's like, you know, let me just put my phone down, let me relax, you know, so you don't say the wrong thing yeah. in the heat of the moment just because of the emotions. And then you're like, oh, I didn't mean it. It's like, but girl, you already said what you said. Exactly. Like, like now I know, like, within our friend group, we've told ourselves, like, when we're angry or when we're arguing, try not to curse while we have yeah. an argument. Because it's like, you're going to say something just because you, like, was mad and you just, you just, you just cursing a curse. And it kind of also forces you to try to, like, use the word that you really mean to use. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different to be like, you're acting like a bitch versus you, you just, you're being very stubborn. Exactly. Those are two different, it like, is, connotations. Yeah, I'm the same way, too. Like, I don't like it. Like, it's one thing if we're joking, you know, we all say bitch, uh, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, as you said... If you're mad at me, don't call me no bitch. Because now, Cause now that's not like you trying to, that sound like fighting words. That's like, an angry bitch. Like, oh, you Dude. mad for real, yeah, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like that. But I guess also speaking of boundaries, um, I guess as friends, I, I think as you said, you have to, it's levels. It's not everything that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. You know? Like if you see your friend is going through something and of course, be honest, give your advice, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as human beings, we're always going to do what we want to do. It's exactly. not, no matter, even with your family too. I always say no matter how much you tell someone, no matter how much you give the advice, I didn't really going to do what they want to do. Why? Because exactly. it's their life, you know? So as friends, it's like just knowing that level of like, okay, I've done my part. Step back. Exactly. And and you know what? Don't be afraid to end friendships. Mm, if somebody damn. that's had to end a couple of friendships. That's true. Don't be afraid to end friendships. And and every ending of friendship don't have to end up in like a, a dramatic reality. negative yeah, way. It don't have to be like, well, forget you. Like, yeah. no, it don't have to be like you can literally just, you know, 
you can phase out. That's a, that's a way to yeah. do it. Where it's like, well, they don't check up on me, so if I don't check I'm up on them, or have a, leave... a legit conversation and say, hey, I exactly. don't think this is really working out. Exactly. I wish you the best, but let's, you know, it's like break you. Left. You got to break up with them sometimes. Sometimes you, you can't just be petty about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just have to find the best way to maintain a level of respect for each other, so that it don't be like four years later y'all having a conversation. And then it. even if friendships don't, if friendship. And don't be that type of friend like, oh, because we're not friends no more, I'm going to be spreading her business out. Oh, yeah, that's Or I'm going to use, you that's know, dirty, her dirty. personal things to attack her. Like, oh, she told me this about her personal life, so when we get into it, I'm going to use... I'm going to throw that back at her. No. That, that's dirty, For me, dirty. it just really shows the kind of person you are yeah. in general. Not mm-hmm. even because, oh, you just mad about the friendship. Yeah, you just a dirty person. But it shows person. the kind of person you are. Like, you're going to use my weakness or my secrets and you're going to use that as against me to insult me. It's you dirty. Know, you, it shows you never cared about me in the first place. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like people will show you their true colors, y'all. Y'all just yeah. have to see it. You have to identify it. And you just have to be like, you just have to be adult and mature enough about it. And, and don't have, ignore it. That's the thing. Because like we don't it. see it. I mean, think about it. In, in our friendships, all the, you know, we may joke about them, but it's not like we don't see, you know, certain patterns and negative behavior, mm-hmm. but we just tend to like, uh, it's okay. That's them. And it doesn't mean you're not accepting people for who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're not meeting people halfway or, you know, being loving. However, if it's not matching with your spirits, if you see it's negative, you just got to know what you can tolerate. Because, you know, it's, it's it's some stuff that you got friends that do, that some stuff that they do, it's like, oh, that get on my nerves. But it's right, not like... Right, that you know you just can't change. Yeah, but it's not anything that's like harming me or the friendship. It's just like a pet peeve. Like, that's just who they are. You know what I mean? But then you have to know what's like, no, that's that's really actually, that hurts me when you yeah. do that. So, therefore, you have to be able to say, I can't do this with you and anymore. The, and the people you're around, has they have an impact on how you see yourself. One on of the greatest your behavior, impacts. You know, One exactly. of the greatest impacts. Because birds the same feather flock together. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you have someone who's just naturally a bitch, you may end up being a bitch too. That's real. Because I know my mom was saying about one friendship I had, and she's like, um, you know, look, he, I, I, I peeped that you were becoming different. Like, you were starting to act like this You're person. You're getting some of their you behavior. Know? And yep. I was like, girl, why you ain't tell me? Because she was like, at first, she didn't want to tell me because she felt that. Because you know, you know when our parents talk to us about friends, we yeah, we're like, like, no, you don't know them the way I know them. True. You just jumping into conclusions. You don't like them because of this, whatever. Like, you know, we we stand up for them, you know. Mm-hmm. But later on, she really has to sit me down like, girl, listen, I'm your mom. And I, I'm not even just trying to like, this get... Is big facts now. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I see things. I know what I'm talking about. And it's like, wow, that's true. Like, it has an Man, impact on the way you true. behave. If you yeah. think about it, if I think about it, my mom been told me a lot of people that, that I'm not listen friends to your with, mom. She, she has been like... Mm, this is not your friend. Something about this isn't a thousand. Yeah. Or if like, you know, I ain't gonna sound like she's, you know, all the people that I'm not friends with, it's not that she never liked them or something. It's It's been times where it's like, okay, where we fell out and I'm like, oh, maybe we should reconnect. She's like, mm-mm. From this what happened, mm-mm. Exactly. And I was like, okay, whatever, cool. Yeah, yeah. Outside looking in. Yeah. And I feel like guys go through the great drama too. Yeah, you know, like, guys go through different type of drama because it's like, the thing for for guys, I feel like guys are always trying to like keep up some hard exterior mm-hmm. and act like, you know, things don't bother them on an emotional level. But I think that it's 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 okay to say like, yo, that hurt my feelings. Yeah, because we have some guy friends that we see their friendship and we're like, gee, this guy is not your it's friend. It's not your friend. He's using you exactly. for... And guys use each other for stupid stuff. They really annoy me like clout. For girls. Clout. You know, like for your clothes yeah, or for yeah, your apartment. For your car. Just yep. like dumb... Exactly. I mean, girls use you for that too, but whatever. But yeah, it goes both ways, yeah. you know? It goes both ways. But yeah, anything else on friendship? 
choose your friends. Choose your friends wisely. Wisely, That's yes. It. And don't be scared to, as you said... Stand up for yourself in friendship. Yeah, and to end friendships. If it needs to be ended, end it. Never be in a friendship that you can't speak your mind in. Oh, you can't be yourself. Yep. That's Th- true. That's it. All right. Hmm. Black excellence. Oh, black excellence. All right. So, guys, um, today in my black excellence is going to be the hot girl herself, Meg the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose Megan not just because she's a hottie, hot, hottie. But because, um, unfortunately, one of her mega fans in D.C. was killed after leaving one of her, um, what's some things called, her appearances or whatever, mm-hmm. at the club. And she graciously figured out the information about them and donated 1200 for their funeral costs, too. And that, I believe that really assisted with the mm-hmm. funeral costs from what I heard. So I think that's very important, especially for up-and-coming stars and for, for stars in general, um, to just connect with their fans in that type of way, to understand that these are people, they have lives outside of me, um, they have lives that make me, and to just, like, follow it full circle like that. Yeah. So, Meg, you get the clap, clap, clap. That's good, that's good. Because cause they wouldn't be who they are without their friends. They're exactly. legit fans that really go out of their way. Like me see. for Drake. Yeah. But I'm Fufu, though. I really ain't seen Drake in concert. One day, we'll see him. I'm going to go to his next concert. I don't care. All right. So my black excellence person, her name is Mary Namangambe. She is a Ugandan activist tackling period poverty. So she is the founder of She for She, and it's a company working to tackle the lack of access to appropriate healthcare information and products, um, as well as the rate at which young girls in Africa are dropping out of school of school due to period poverty. So this is something that's still going on in African countries. That's crazy. You know, due to the you know pads are expensive. You mm-hmm. know, especially if they live in rural areas, you don't have access to pads, and they have to drop out of school uh, because you know you're out of school a week every month that has an impact on your education and after a while it's like you might as well just drop out you know and at a young age she also founded an organization called the n-word hurts Mm. it's a platform where people of african descent could discuss and reflect on their experience of being called racial slurs Mm. so she's really doing her thing and um she's a ugandan and it's just wonderful to see um you know someone who's tackling um issues as um, affecting our communities because if not us who else would do it well if not us we are the one who knows the problem and know how to solve these issues so um yeah clap it up clap it up <laughs> then i was short why you, oh, why you ain't let it rock a little sorry. bit sorry dang <laughs> okay uh, tv I was going on TV. So there's a new cast of the Nickelodeon show, All That. Um, I'm very unimpressed. I'm just going to keep it straight to the point. Very unimpressed. That little theme song they're trying to do is weird and weird. But guess who, who, guess who the producers are? I heard it's Keenan and Kill. Um... I mean, the show itself might be cool, but I do think that, like, this is so, okay, so y'all know I be doing a lot of TV research, right? Um, so I'm binge-watching Family Matters. That's the show I'm binge-watching right now. Mm-hmm. And where I'm going with this is that when you watch shows from the late 80s, early 90s, like all that and stuff like that, when we had black people on the show, we really had black people mm-hmm. on the show. Of different it shades, wasn't, different skin tones. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know biracial not you know not that biracial people aren't black but it wasn't just kind of like this is going to be our black quotient like if that person was biracial they were biracial that was a whole nother thing in itself and i just feel like you know 
now is it is it, just it was a black show. Like no matter what, all that was a black show. I mean, it was very diverse, but it was like a black show in terms of production, a black show in terms of the theme song, a black show in terms of like all other stuff. Like you could tell it was an African American hand put in it, and I just feel like it's kind of like being taken away in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'm probably not gonna watch it, but I'll I'll see what the children are saying about it. Yeah. As you said, like, all this new shows is definitely like uh, ambiguous looking people. Like, yeah. is she blind? Yeah. She blind? And as you said, nothing wrong with having bi- biracial. Everyone de- de- deserves an opportunity to, you yeah, know, be to be TV. showcased. However, but... it's like the representation of, of black, it's just really, really, really fair skinned people. Yeah, it, it's just like, even if you just go look at the old cast photo to now, yeah, it's, just like, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Even like, I just feel like even the hip hop element is completely gone. Mm-hmm. For hip hop to be like basically the number one genre right now, I don't understand why it's not a bigger hip hop influence on that theme song and everything. When that's what the show was, was about, on. TLC mm-hmm. did the did the oh, yeah. theme song for all that. So I don't understand why like yeah, I'm not saying Migos had to do it, but you know I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, I know because I know you all talk about I don't watch Grownish, but you also talk about Grownish how um. It's not really dark skin. Um, That's not a single chocolate person on that show at all. Trevor might be the chocolate person, the only guy. Yeah, you know. But I also feel like you know, dark skin guys are placed in a different level with you know, with women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess when is that coming out? When is the show coming out? It's all coming that? June fifth. Okay. So like this Wednesday, actually. Another- Which blew me because I'm like, oh, so that was like the season finale because y'all just ended the show and didn't tell nobody. Oh, I was actually talking about all that when that. Was oh, I'm out. sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's coming out. Okay, um, so, well, this came out already um, on Netflix. When They See Us. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it, but that's something we should watch. We I'm definitely going to watch it soon. I feel like it's about be, the Central Yeah, the Park. Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. I have to be in, like, the complete right mind Mood, to yes, because I already watched a documentary on it, you know. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, oh, my God. Maybe we can binge it together, depending on how long the episodes are. If it's, like, a 30-minute okay, yeah, episode thing, we can binge it. Yeah, but that's out. Um, came out yesterday, so you guys check that out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing going on. Um, so Vala Davis and Julius Tenen, um, they're a couple. They are to ex- executive um produce a new docu series called In a Man's World, featuring women disguised as men. That is so interesting. That is interesting. Like I can't even wait to see how that what that would look like. It's gonna look. I feel like it's gonna look like exactly what we know it's gonna look like. Like men are gonna be shocked, but women are gonna be like, "Well, we knew that." Exactly. Yeah. So I'm. I intrigued. am looking forward to that. Really I hope am. that they cover intersectionality yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and like you know from bigger women to bigger men to black men and women sexuality yeah Mm -hmm. to all of that yeah oh i think this is wonderful news to me love and hip up love and hip hop miami is canceled being canceled listen we talking about this franchise they need to cancel it because it's i think they need to cancel total, the whole franchise it's yeah. total bullshit at this point so yeah. casting love and hip hop uh, miami that's a very very good start i think um nollywood will be the next one why do you keep saying nollywood hollywood why did i say nollywood i know right <laughs> hollywood hollywood <laughs> hollywood will be the next one that needs to be freaking canceled because yeah, miami the first season i kind of liked it Mm, it was. It, it was, was maybe because Trina was there. It was just Trina, Trick Daddy. Yeah, but this uh, pretty Ricky. How many seasons? The second one, now? For Miami, Miami? it looked maybe the second, second or third. third. It's second or third. I don't know. But it's just nonsense. I think, I and mean, you could just really see how they try to start this fake drama. Like it really is like so stupid, and you're it like, it's too much. You really gonna throw ridiculous. a bottle over the fact that 
you thought I said something? It just be so stupid. And it is just it's a poor representation of Florida. And I think now, now even speaking of the, the the love and hip hop franchise, you see people on you know all this people on there on Instagram say, "Well, I'm done with love and hip hop because um, Princess Love was this her name? Oh yeah, Princess. she just she just you know she said she's she not done. gonna be on there no more. Who else? I feel like someone else also recently said. That's a couple people. That girl from she was in Love and Hip Hop Miami, Jessie Wu. Yeah, she also said she's not gonna do it no more because it's just so Ooh, fake. Girl, you don't have no storyline. And that thing is like, but I think for her, she's like. They're really, really trying to press on that drama that she had yeah. with um, what's her name? With Amara, Amara, and and JoJo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She said like all that. They were really trying to make it a big deal, which it really wasn't. Yeah, I just think that you know we're fine. Like this, this reality TV cloud era is actually dying. Like it's starting to have like a slow decline. I think TV scripted TV might be making a comeback, mm-hmm. and I think that reality TV is gonna go back to docu series how they used to be. I mean, it depends. Though, because there's still a lot girls. No, I think more and more. I think maybe like VH1. No, because okay? I'm like I feel like it's levels to reality TV. Like there's like the di- there's like reality TV like RuPaul Drag Race, uh, real um, what's it called, Real Housewives of Atlanta uh-huh. and stuff. Those are different than love the love and hip hops, the growing up hip hops. That's the, what I'm saying. I think it's that VH1, BET type. Yeah, of that TV. that stuff is dying. All these other channels like E, Lifetime, girl, they still have their reality TV. Like, I, do you watch Little Women? No, but I know that that's still like TLC. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying because they 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 focus on different types. Like their drama is like authentic, like ridiculous drama. It's yeah. like these women. Yeah, but well, we could just tell love and hip hop. Love and hip hop is it's too fake. It's ridiculous. Oh, growing up, um, hip hop. I think I'm gonna watch a little bit because of the whole um, what's her name R. Kelly's ex wife that's on it and his kids. I just want to see what their storyline is. I gonna watched be. like the first two seasons and I stopped watching. Girl. It was one of those like yeah. But girl, Waka and Tammy, they're on it now. Again, they acted like they really did something by but leaving Atlanta and going to the. Were they trying to have their own show? Maybe they just. First of all, they're not interesting. That's the thing. They're not. They're not interesting. They keep trying to make it. Don't and nobody's invested in Waka and Tammy's not relationship. Not like that, girl. They've been them there all. They've been TV. trying to get us to really they're be invested in them. Marriage boot camp, yes. doing love and hip hop a couple of times. Yes. Now, growing up hip hop, it's that girl. You guys are clearly not really interested. Like, you're not. Y'all need that paycheck. That's what it is. Thank you. Because Waka done retired. Retired. This lame said, I'm too old for rap. For rap. Like, no, you too old to be singing hard in the paint. That's just say that you can't jump exactly. up and down like that no more. And just, no, just say that you just don't have any more songs. Exactly. Like, you have nothing else. That's it. Not she's trying to old. sing, though. Yeah, she's trying to sing. I think she's decent. She I don't got know a how voice. far she'll go, but I think she's decent. And she's trying. Yeah. Um, what else is going on TV? That's it, really, for TV. Um, music. Music, man. Music control. Ooh. Mm-hmm. City Girls, so Act Up video is out. Underwhelming. So I came out like, yeah, really. At this point, you just like, okay, JT really needs to come back. Because, girl, how long are you finna be in jail for? Yeah, it's just I'm tired of that aesthetic. I, I just, I just. I guess they try to do like a spring break. I'm, I'm tired of the really, aesthetic. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't really see that much difference from the twerk video. The only difference was like it wasn't a bunch of women twerking. Yeah, but it still was a bunch of women twerking. I think it's just it was a general aesthetic with music videos nowadays too. That's yeah. quite annoying for me. I, mm. I'm just it's really underwhelming overall. I'm yeah. just like really I, like ugh. Bring back storytelling. Yeah. So, um, wrote to me. He's out with his new album called Walk With Me. I listened to it. It's decent. It's decent. Yeah. But it just sounded so generic. I didn't. It was nothing original to me. Like, mm. they were like, he has some Afro beats in there. Because I'm like, okay, I guess you're Nigerian, so you have right to, you know, put that little stuff in there. It was okay. 
But you know nowadays when people do this Afrobeats, it be sounding the same too. You know, like Even the Afro sound. Beats, Afro beats be sounding the same. Like, you need to like. I mean, Afro Afrobeats definitely has a certain sound. You you know what Afrobeats sound like. Yeah, but, but add your own twist to it. Yeah. You know, he has some other song. I feel like he sampled. I don't know. It just doesn't sound original. It doesn't sound like. I don't see how it's number one. I don't know. It's not. It'd be not, different type of charts. That's the thing. That's It'd be the all thing. type of different mm-hmm. charts where it's like we number one on this chart. I'm number one on this chart. Yeah, but I'm not. It's okay. You know, I think it's like quick listen too. You know, but nothing mean, made me like. I'll maybe check it out. Yeah. Um. Who else? Cash Doll. Yeah, I saw. She posted. I saw someone posted that she's done with her first album. Yay. Yeah, so we don't know the release date yet. Um, but she's been dropping little snippets of her little. Stuff. I like her because she. Just, I love Cash. I just I I don't like her beat selection a of lot course. of the time. And I think that's the problem with a lot of female rappers. Yeah. Like their beats sound so cheap. Yeah, it's like. Ugh. Yeah, but like, I do like Cash. Though. I think she's she's, she's a dope shit. rapper. Like she definitely got some bars. She makes she's that rapper that makes me feel confident about myself. Oh. Like I feel extra cocky. Like yes. <laughs> uh, but I can't wait till uh, she comes out with hers. Um, but what else? What Card- Drop press. Oh, press, 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 press. press, press. <laughs> Why are we doing that at the same time? Cardi gonna beat our ass one day. I know, right? She girl, gonna, she gonna make a, she gonna make us uh, inspired on yeah. us. Cross culture. She gonna be like, you cross culture girls. You know she can't speak. Them uh, cross culture girls, whoever y'all. Africans wanna be Americans. Y'all not even from here, girl. Oh, sliding her DM like, what's that smoke you were saying? Mm. But yeah, it was definitely underwhelming too. It's like this is it. I feel, I, I feel like this song should have been out, right? I think this is something that sounds like um, first album Cardi. Yeah, that's what it is. It, it, it sounds old to me. It do sound like something she did. But listen a long though, time her song says by herself. You see a big difference where her song is just her compared with when she has features. When she writes it, yep, yep, it's a big difference. Like, cause I feel like all her top songs are featured with someone. Also. Cardi was in the news this week for uh, finally admitting that she got like so okay so people be trying to act like at least Cardi's honest woo I'm just like I just don't understand why Cardi don't get drugged the same way other people get drugged because the Queen Niger literally just posted on the shade room how she got the mommy makeover and people was all in the comments trolling her so basically with Cardi the issue is that she was saying how she lost millions of dollars because she had to heal from her surgery she had lipo and she did like think breast augmentation right too after her you know after her giving birth to culture yeah and she was saying i don't have the same time like everyone else i don't have regular jobs you know so i don't have time to work out to do this and that it's like hey there's one thing you say you wanted to do surgery that's cool whatever but then to say i don't have time i don't have regular jobs like you guys blah 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 Girl, didn't we still Beyonce? First of all, y'all know my life. Don't tell me my job is regular. Girl. Who are you? But don't we see Beyonce and all these other female artists that every, they put in the time, the every, hard work, the discipline. Every other act, that's all actors do. They they work, they do press releases, they work on movies where you can be on set till 4 a.m. in the morning and then they hit the gym. So exactly. what is your, no, but what you don't do, Don't make Cardi, it as an excuse. What Cardi does is she eat crab legs, sausages, all type of stuff on Instagram yep. live. Because I just be looking like, Cardi does not eat good. Mm-hmm. Like she eats well, but she does not eat healthily at all. Yeah. Like, if not for them little juices her mom makes her, yeah. Girl. Then furthermore, I was I was walking to work one day, and I really was thinking, like, Cardi really was selling flat tummy tea. Like, that helped her lose his belly. All of them. See, I, I knew that thing was not going to work. <laughs> I was so, I don't know why they had me so pressed. Like, 
That's what that's what they all do. All of them. Listen, y'all. Flat tummy doesn't do anything. I tried flat tummy tea like two years ago. And you know the only one who told me that doesn't work too. Man, when I tell you I just felt sick all the time. It didn't work. I have I So did it make you use the bathroom? No, not really. If anything, I feel like it made me bloated, it made my stomach hurt. I didn't like it at all. I've used better detox teas that I've gotten at like peace. You could make something better at home by yourself. Yeah, but that flat tummy nonsense. about oh, those who promoted Black China, we know she has her done immediately. The she Kardashian, like, exactly. A lot of them, and it also, you know, the only thing that made me happy about Cardi finally saying she got lipo. I'm happy this like snapback rhetoric is finally defeated. Yeah. Um, because I was really going back to think about Tiana Taylor, right? Because Tiana sat up here and said, "I mean, I got my boobs done after Junie, but that was it," which made me feel like that's bullshit. You got you you got. Oh, she some, got her boobs. She done? said she got her boobs done after uh-huh. she had her her daughter. But then I started thinking like, well, you had your boobs done. You might as well get a little lipo, lipo too. I, I hope she wouldn't lie about that because you know if you're someone that works out, like, because obviously you see she works. She's a person she's who a works dancer. Out, you know what I mean? So if you work out like that, you have that, and you work out during your pregnancy. She said she don't work out. To, well, her dancing is a workout. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She says she just dances. She don't. So her dance, and we see the top of she doesn't just do this regular booty shaking. Dirt, yeah, she does those like shit, athletic work and dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're that type and you also exercising during pregnancy, it would be easier for you to snap to snap. Yeah, back, of course. You know what I mean? Um, however, as we know, many of the women just lie, and it does have me think. I've never had a kid before, and it just makes me like, well, damn. Because I see a lot so of people like, that have kids. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, yes, there is a thing of snapback, but the way they be like two weeks later, one month. That's later, not normal. I be like, why is why be what food is what money is doing what, you that? What is like, going what kind on? Of, yeah. It's like it's like you literally have like a complete flat stomach. It's one thing to like, oh, I have my natural shape back, but a lot of them still have like a punch. Like of every course. woman that I know that's had a baby, and that's how she still be. has. Like at least a little pudge, girl. The first that's few months coming out, like that's crazy to me that they talking about my abs are back. I yeah. snatch. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and and that puts other women down. It makes other it women does. feel bad. It like you feel some type of way. Like, damn, what's going on in my body? And do I have to kill myself over this working out stuff? Like, you know, and even. You have to wait up wait a couple of weeks before you even go back to working out immediately after. You know, yeah, so it's not like you could jump back to working out like yeah. boom, I'm back to the gym. No, you have Some to like, wait a okay. couple of weeks. Dang. Oh, anyway, right, that's y'all. that. I think that's pretty much it. That is it. Um, I'm very excited for next week episode. Oh, that's exciting. Do we want to tell them? Or nah, we, we gonna, just gonna wait. We gonna surprise. All right, y'all, but this has been Cross Culture. Well, my, uh, let me look for my clothes. Oh, I'm sorry. Quick. Erica has to do the quote. Girl, I'll be looking for clothes. Okay. This one is okay. Some of the biggest challenges in friendships come from the fact that most people enter a friendship in order to get something. They're trying to find someone who's going to make them feel good. In reality, the only way a friendship will last is if you see your friendship as a place that you're going to get, as a place you go to give, and not a place that you just go and take. Mm. All right, uh, and that's our episode on friendship. And thank you for listening to Cross Cultures.